0: All right, AJ, how are we doing tonight?
1: Doing good, brother. Been a busy day, man. We started out this morning. Uh, we had this kind of field day activity at school out there at the football field, man, and it was awesome, man. And all the lower school, middle school, and high school kids, they was all out there and uh, got done with school at 1230, had us a good three-and-a-half-hour baseball practice, and uh, we here ready to rock and roll, man.
0: Awesome, how you feeling man. today, brother? Man, listen, uh, I thought I was going to have a little bit of an easier day, still a lot to get done, but I thought, man, my afternoon was going to be painless, smooth, and next thing I know, I get a call from the doctor that says, hey, you've been on a waiting list to get that root canal, to get that mouth fixed, let's come on in, I had an opening, let's get it done, man, and so, uh, brother, I was dreading that thing, but I, you know what, I went on in, I manned up. And I got it done.
1: You dug deep, baby, just like the pod last week, man. man. Doug got it done and knocked it out of the way. Uh, glad uh glad they got to the root of the problem, baby. And uh yeah. all filled up, man. 48 hours from now, you'll be as good as gold.
0: Yeah, that's right, man. And I appreciate you doing a standalone. I appreciate all our listeners for understanding. Uh man, it w- when I tell you uh last week was so tough. I mean, it was so tough. So I had speaking engagements already booked on top of a mouth that had the angriest infection I think I've ever had, man. And so, um, yeah, bro, it was brutal, but but we back on the rise now, man. So I'm excited. But now, with all of that being said, man, I want to kind of jump into the podcast. I know um you got a lot going on this evening. Um I'm getting ready for a trip to Atlanta tomorrow, so a lot a lot of things happening. I want to dive right in, man. So so we've been tossing around this idea uh about worry. And so um you know, I'm worried that a lot of our listeners are are worried, man, and and, and about a lot of different things. There's a lot to be worried about, a lot to be concerned about. But when I threw this word at you, AJ, your immediate response was, wow, um, I just prayed about that this morning. So so this idea has obviously been rolling around in our spirits and our mind. And uh, tell me a little bit about, you, you know, uh, just some of your thoughts and why that word was pressing on you. Oh man, you know,
1: uh, it's definitely, you know, uh, crazy that that we're hitting on it. And you hit me up, like you said, alluded to earlier uh, through text message about this week being on worry, man, this time of year for me personally, I know springtime, I, I go right into baseball season and baseball, you know, we hit it on, hit on it on rush hour, man, you know, it's four, five, six days a week. You got school going on, man. And it's like, you look up it's the end of the school year and as a coach, Um, You know, it's one of them careers where you always got to have a plan. Uh, You can't stay steady in one place too long you got to always observe you know the 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 athletic culture you know like what what the second and third grade class is looking like athletically uh you know do they have athletes coming up if you're looking at like 10 years from now kind of thing um and the spring always gets busy because it's always baseball season then it comes you know career choice time you got opportunities coming uh you know maybe where you're at and this is all coaches in general not just and me uh, you know you may be getting a promotion or there may be other places seeking for you to come you know coach and work for them and you know there's other opportunities that may be opening up and you know a lot of other careers it's just kind of day-to-day you know they know what to expect but in this education coaching game the spring gets rushed because it's like a lot of these decisions you know this end of the school year is made and uh, you know then you roll into summer workouts in June so you know it's just this heavy on my heart this time of year, every year, man, because not so much as like nervous worrying. It's just, you got a lot of decisions you got to make that affect more than just you, that, you know, when you make that decision, you got to make that decision deliberately. You can't make that decision and be looking over your shoulder and wondering what if. You just got to go. And uh, a lot of coaches, I think this time of year, man, that that word worry, uh, you know, it, it comes to mind because, like, you know, it's, it's your career. It's your livelihood. It's, you know, how you support yourself. And, you know, those decisions are pressing
0: and, you know, you want to make the right decision. So, you know, with that, as you spoke, man, I thought about every parent uh on the face of the earth. So, you talked about making those decisions, right? Um that affect a whole lot more people than just you. And so I AJ I love how I love how sports and life just go side by side, man. There's so many commonalities. And you alluded to so much in that one statement that I think a lot of people are facing and may not even be knowing it. But one of the things that I do want to emphasize uh, or, or or talk about is um, nervous worry. So like you talked about, yours is just getting focused with all the different things. Um, when I thought about this word worry, uh, my dad always has this saying. He says, son, I'm a worrier. Almost as if he can't help it, almost as if he can't do anything about it. He said, if I'm not worried about something, I'm worried because I'm not worried about it. Well, for Mm me, I adopted uh, that trait, AJ, but here's the thing. I don't want that to just be the way that it is, right? I want to really gain some guidance. I want to really gain some understanding on, on this type of mindset this type of mentality of worry and why are you so, so worried and what are we worried about? So it's almost a little bit of yin and yang that we can play off of each other today. I want to discuss the nervous worry as much as the focused worry of just a lot of obstacles to accomplish and a lot of things to go over. And so with that, man, let's kind of let's kind of choose one and then we'll snowball in into the other. And so with, with the nervous worry, man, I want to, I want to look at the idea of what, well, first of all, I want to look to the good book, man. You know, the Bible, the Bible tells us, you know, do not worry about tomorrow for today has enough worries of his own. Right. And I know that because, each and every morning that I wake up, I am in a constant battle, right? As soon as my feet hit the floor, I want to live the life that the enemy's like, oh no, he's up, right? But here's the thing, there's so much that come at us immediately from, you know, the baby just threw up in the bed, right? And then you start off your day from there, man, and things just unroll, you spill the milk trying to things are going crazy, everybody's upset, everybody's yelling at each other, you get to work, you're already behind on that task, and there's just so much to worry about, man, and I just want to encourage somebody with um, the idea of it's okay, man. You know, like, like, it's okay to not be perfect, right? It's okay to have a bad moment. I think it was you that were talking about, so somebody was talking about the other day about about you didn't have a bad day, you had a bad moment. Was that you mm. speaking on that?
1: I, I have spoke on it before. I, I uh, hit on it last week, early part of uh, last week, because we, uh, you know, we had a game, man. We didn't play so well, and the kids were kind of just Head down. I'm like, look, man, we've done we didn't we didn't win the area. We didn't do our ultimate goal or the first step on our ultimate goal sheet, but we made the playoffs. So you had a bad game. You ain't had a bad year because the year ain't done yet. There's plenty of people that are runner ups in the area and go win the big prize. I would rather win that state championship than that area championship any year and any day that ends in why. Um, and a lot of folks do get hung up on that, man. And where you're at in that moment, you kind of think my life is doomed and gloomed. And it's just, it's, it's a bad moment. It's a bad day. Don't mean you got a bad life. Don't let one bad day determine your outlook on your whole life and all the stuff that you have overcome and accomplished.
0: Man, that's great. And so a couple of a couple of ways that I think that we can do that, that we can start to view those hard moments um, a little bit easier is uh is is you know, if you find yourself in a season of worry, man, I want you to know that I'm with you. I've been there, right? Uh I'm often, I often find myself worried about something. You know, the Bible says, do not worry or be anxious. But here's the truth, man. Sometimes I find myself in the flesh, man. And so I'm constantly battling that flesh and that spirit boy uh, is constantly at a tug of war within me. And so when I find myself in that situation, man, I often ask myself, okay, what can I do to to put joy back in this situation? Okay, no matter where I'm at, let's say I just, you know, found out uh, my engine just went out in my car. All right. And I don't have the funds to fix it, bro. There's there's a financial strain. There's all of this. There are things that are transpiring. There are things that are happening around me that's out of my control right now. So what, what can I do? You know what I mean? I could sit there and I could worry and I could scream at my wife and I could scream at my kids for everything that's going south. And the root there is worry. It's fear, the fear of, of of what you're afraid of, what you're worried about. Or I could accept that that bill's coming, bro. There's nothing yeah. I can do about it, right? And so what could I do right now to put a little joy on it, right? To put a little sweetener on top. And that might be just to go tell my five-year-old, hey, Go grab your your Barbie dolls. Go grab your LOLs or something for a minute. Let's sit in the floor. You know what I'm saying? While I'm trying to think this thing out, uh, I'm I'm creating a moment. And so I think a lot of us, AJ, we speed in life. I saw a really cool video the other day that had our years blocked out from, from zero, like one year old, all the way to 80. You know, oh, the yeah, is when we're too. born, you saw that and the end of mm-hmm. life was 80. And then there's this huge chunk of life in which we work in only a small time where you're not working inside this, this one little bitty quick lifespan. And I don't want someone, whether it's me, you, a relative, somebody listening to this podcast to get trapped into this idea that I have to live a lifestyle
1: of worry. Exactly, man. You know, and that that is so true. I saw the video um, that you shared, man. I seen it before, and I seen you know Jamal. Uh, he he shared it, and then you reshared it, man. And it, it definitely hits a chord because you was talking about speeding through life. And yeah. uh, I actually talked about it, you know, we hit it on in a rush hour. I did a video last week um, talking about how, Take your foot off the gas sometimes and look around and realize what you have. Because if you just constantly stay in that mode, you forget about the moments that you have and you stay in constant worry. And that that is so true because it does. I mean, there is few years in the beginning of life you don't have to work. And then you work and save and retirement and all this. And there's a little bit at the end of life that you supposedly don't have to work, but man, you know, that, that speaking of worry and stuff, man, and, and that bit in that gap, uh, and you talk about how your dad was a worrier. I understand that. I get it a hundred percent. Um, my, you know, a lot of that, man, speaking, like you said, to pick the parents, like a lot of that, man, your kids see you, your kids hear you, They hear the arguments you're having in the kitchen table when you think they're in the guest room over them credit card bills. They hear the arguments you're having over that mortgage or, you know, spending on this vacation and, oh, where's this money? They hear all that at an early age. And then that not only creates worry, that creates fear and anxious thoughts as you get older uh, into adulthood about money. And it's like you're you're stressing about stuff. Oh, my God, I got this check. I don't want to blow it all in one place. Da, 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 da. And you can't even enjoy what you worked for. You're mm. so concerned. Worry and fear. And uh, you know, if there's parents out there, you know, be mindful of that, man. Because I'm remember being a young kid and just hearing those not necessarily arguments, but in conversations, bro. And I was like, I was 34 before I even got a credit card. Because I was like, bro, if I ain't got cash in it, I ain't I ain't buying it, I ain't doing it because of stuff like that. And as I get to talking to people they're like, man, you're, you're in great shape. I'm like, really? I mean, I, that, to me, this is like holding the devil in my hand, man. I, I Get it away. They're like, no, you know, and then you start learning stuff that, you know, you, you didn't know knowledge is power, but uh, that those conversations, man, just lifestyle, man, there's a lot of kids out there, bro, that are having to grow up way too fast over conversations that they're hearing amongst their parents. Um, Maybe not in the same household or over the phone that's creating that worrisome mindset, in my opinion.
0: So, no, that's exactly right. And I think a lot of it does stem from financial, um, you know, just just financial uh, IQ, man. I think a lot of people, um, we get so wrapped up in this idea of money and you talk about credit cards, AJ, and this is here to help somebody. I hope somebody grabs something out of this. Listen, I am 38 years old. Guess how many credit cards I own? zero bro. zero now somebody can write me a letter we can we can argue about this later all day long but i'm here to tell you that you can get out of this world all that you want all that you desire and all that it has for you with absolutely no credit cards now to the people who want to fight me on that let's have a conversation about it let's have something offline let's do something like that and let's Let's talk about these things cuz financial literacy is so important. I remember I have so so I have the investor mentality. I want to do like real estate. I'm I'm not like my dad is the 401k kind of guy. And that's a great, you know, that's that's great. And he talks about how that's the poor man's way of becoming something, of making something of himself. I understand that. That's 9 to 5 in it. For, for for 40 years at a job pouring into your 401k. I'm down with that. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to invest that way. For me, I wanted to look into something a little different. For me, I found real estate and I started that. And I remember the arguments or the frustration or the worry that my father had when I told him I was going into real estate. His mind pour into this money market that controls your money for you and all of that and i don't understand this over here so i'm just going to worry about it and not do it see there's a difference in you know uh in in the different type of investments that you make and the only reason i'm going here at all is just to help somebody to go in their wallet to go in their purse pull them stack of credit cards out And I want you to cut them jokers up right now. I don't care how bad you need it next month. Let me tell you what, the sudden idea of, uh, oh, 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 I get it now. I'm just going to make better choices with it. It's too tempting, man. You're playing with fire because you've already gotten yourself in Mm -hmm. $45,000 in credit card debts, bro. Cut that joker up in the madness right now. And let me tell you what. You will be surprised how just a little bit of financial literacy, a little bit of Dave Ramsey, a little bit of this, a little bit of that will catapult you on a trajectory of financial stewardship. That means handling your money correctly. This isn't even a money episode, bro. But here's the thing, AJ I'm just telling you, sure. worry. <laughs> it, it, it has to do with it, man, because it rises and falls in a lot of people's homes around money oh yeah oh
1: yeah man and for sure brother it's like you know that to me that's the one thing you know in my mindset is like you know i worry about my people like you know my mom and my sister down in mobile like I'm not there to, you know, run around the corner and check on them. Like that's, that's where like my worry. And of course my mom, she listens to us every week. Mom, I know you got it handled. I know you are OG. I'm just saying like my personality as your son, I think about you and my sister a lot. Uh, You know, my people, you know, my my, my girlfriend, her daughter, like, you know, like don't want nothing to happen. Like I'm Superman. I got me. I don't want nothing to happen to my people. Um, And, but there's people that worry more about the money Then they do the well-being of the people that's in their life. And uh, that's why I brought up the money thing during this episode, man, because don't let that green stuff control you. Mm. Money is out there to be made. And and when you get caught up chasing it, you forget how powerful you are as an individual to go make it. There's opportunities out there every day, bro. If you're willing to hustle and grind – you may even got have a great idea. You just got to be willing to work that you can make the money. The money will come back. But the angst and the amount that us as Americans put on worrying about paper is toxic and saddening to me, man, which is why our anxiety and our nervous worry is at an all time high. Mental health is through the roof because of money, man, and don't understand you don't let that control you. Your life is more than that dream paper, dog. If you got in a social circle that they're judging you based off how much bank you got and this and that, you don't need to be around that anyway. Because let me tell you, you can't take nothing you got on this earth with you when you go, but your spirit. And when you have to face the good Lord, I don't want to have to look at him and say, hey, you gave me this great help. I had life to live, but I was worried about mm. money.
0: Man, that's so good because at the end of the day, at at the end of my life, I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. And I promise you, um, we're going to be deeply saddened, right? If we center our life around that green paper, we're going to be deeply saddened at the opportunities that God's going to show us that he put before us to make major kingdom impact and we turned our backs and we walked away. Now, worry also filters out in so many other areas. So when we're looking at worry, uh another thing that comes to mind is bad decisions. So so when I'm worried about something, I often find myself making quick quick irrational decisions, okay? And so if if I'm somebody who is known for making bad decisions, I just want to encourage you that we might have just found a bit of a a root cause to what that could be. Now, some people just plain stupid. I can't fix that right now, but (laughs) we can work on it, okay? But now, the, the root for a lot of us for making quick, hasty, irrational decisions, right, is worry. And you mentioned something earlier. And I want to see if you can break this down for me, AJ. You mentioned how you were, you were worried in a in a focused kind of worry, just through all of the obstacles and things. But you mentioned as a coach, you can't stay somewhere too long. You get, you got to go look at this, you got to check that. But I wonder how many of us are on the opposite end of the spectrum. And we don't advance in our career. We don't advance in our life, in our money, in our finances. We don't advance in our relationships with our significant other, with our kids, because we never give something time to to work. We don't give something time to develop. Can you break down what you meant by you don't give some or, or as a coach, you can't stay somewhere long enough. And then someone, right, who can't stay somewhere long enough out of fear and anxiety and give something the time to work.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. You know, on, on the coaching side of things, you know, that with, with with the coaching realm, you know, and it being tailored towards athletics is. You got to make sure that you know the administration's in place. There's so many outside factors outside of you that going go into your day-to-day uh action as a coach and work day as a coach that really has nothing to do with how good you are at what you do. You know what I'm saying? It's uh you could be the greatest coach on the world in the world, but if you ain't got administration on board, you ain't got you know the 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 student body on board. You ain't got the parents on board. You ain't got all that going. You ain't you ain't got uh you know the the county on board. You're in a county that ain't really big about athletics, and you gotta you know you're trying to grow and expand, and they're kind of in that it's this is how it's always been, son. You know don't don't go there. Uh, we don't do that around here, kind of thing. Then you're gonna be stuck. Um. So then you got to look for the other opportunities, but obviously um with with you know day-to-day individuals, uh the reason they do bounce around, uh consistency is key in your day-to-day life, man. If you're not consistent in, in life, uh, your life's gonna be hell. It's every day's a roller coaster, like we talked about, man. And you're living in an emotional roller coaster. And it's you know, it's like one day, you know, you're you're in a good mood, one day you're aggravated about this and that, because you ain't got no consistent foundation uh built because um, you're in a constant state of worry. You're bouncing from thing to thing. And when you talk about worry creating bad decision making, I yeah, I just thought of something. I was talking to one of my students, man. Uh he he's having some relationships issues. And as a as a coach, you you kind of are a counselor, therapist, you know, whatever, exactly. wherever you at. Um and he was, he, the the one thing he's like, I just got to go. Uh, I got to go talk to another girl. That's it. And I'm like, well, are you broken up with this girl yet? No, nah, she just, you know, I'm worried about what she's doing. She got spring break. She's down at the beach probably doing this. So I'm going to do that. I was like, whoa, whoa, bro. No, no, no. See, that's where you're worrying is creating chaos in your life because you're so worried about what if, and, and, but that you're going to go make an irrational decision. She's probably down at the beach with the family, doing the family thing, hanging out. But in your head, you're thinking it's MTV Spring Break 2001. Right. at Club La yeah, and, yeah. Uh, She ain't even old enough to go, you know, walk, walk in a candy store by herself probably, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, man, just calm down. Stop worrying so much. And, you know, fast forward after a few days, he said, uh, Coach, you was right. I'm glad I didn't go with my – my first instinct, my first impulse, because yeah, she was just down there with her family hanging out, called me, you know, when she got up, went to bed, yada yada yada. So I'm like, man, you know, that's where worrying in that sector, that nervous worrying, uh, bouncing around, you know, this and that with your decision making, uh, that gets you in a lot of trouble because all that does is just bring chaos into your life, man.
0: And into your home, man. I'm gonna tell you guys it, something exactly. right now. Listen, women love stability, man. And the moment you start bouncing around indecisive, it creates problems not only in your work history, right? Not only in your finances, but also in your relationships. So if if there's somebody out there listening that says, Yo, this is me all day. I am a warrior. Uh, I get I get you know unsettled real easy, and I want to jump to the next job, or I'm chasing a dollar, or I'm doing this. I want to tell you consistency in your life is key to finding happiness in your soul, in your relationships, and and all of that. Now, there's also another Type of worry um that that brings a lot of guilt alongside of it. And this is this is the absolute determination to find success with nothing else of any concern. I hope that makes sense. So so there are some of us who are so driven to be successful, that we will push away anything, anybody, any, any situation, any holiday, it goes to the absolute wayside in fear of it knocking us off of a totem pole or climbing that next rung of the ladder. And I want to let you know that too stems from a form of worry. A lot of that's worried about how people perceive us. Absolutely. And man, absolutely. we are so we are so hard on the people who love us most, man. And and a lot of times we have this preconceived idea that that woman or that man's going to be home when I get home. Bro, exactly. you have no guarantees of that, man. Mm-hmm. And so you want to speak on on the on the pursuit of success?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, back to the coaching thing, I think that's why a lot of coaches you know, you, you're always seeking that opportunity. The next move, make your next move the best move mentality. Um, and I know, I know a lot of cats that left good coaching situations because you know what they like that news headline boy attention. You know, coach so and so leaves this place to go there, and it's like, bro, how how you gonna get kids to commit to you and sacrifice their time when you can't eat when when, that, when you're flighty with your commitment, man. Um, And and a lot of folks, you know, in that pursuit of excellence and success, they get, like you said, get caught up in worrying what people think and ultimately it's attention that they seek. Uh, Like I said, a lot of coaches I know have jumped ship on great jobs, they were knocking on the door of that promotion, but hey, it ain't about me, which if you're that kind of coach you're going to fail anyway. Uh, I want to wake up and see my name in the headline tomorrow. I want AL.com talking about what I'm doing. I want, I want all of it, you know, and uh, they leave good situations and they see the grass ain't always greener on the other side, man. And that that's in life too. Um, You know, when when you're pursuing whatever it is, you know, you got this rock solid marriage, but you know, you out here got eyes all blended looking around at a 360 degrees. And you think that, you know, this girl or that man is maybe better than what you have. And you out here leaving a perfectly good woman or a perfectly good man who you built this life with. Um, And then you, de- Oh yeah, she's, you know, here she's running you along dangling that carrot in front of you. So you divorce your wife or husband and you go try out with this little flame or a little bit of excitement because you couldn't dig deep and fight through that little stage, man, and rekindle that flame. <laughs> And she'd have moved out of state to the next millionaire down in Boca Raton or something, that's man. It, and you he sit here looking foolish.
0: You know, and that's and that's it, man. And I think it's ultimately getting to a place in your life where you understand that hard work will breed success. Hard work will breed success. Hard, consistent work. If you have to change who you are, we talked about this before to make a deal, to make a sale, if you have to talk differently, if you have to show up differently, if you have to be a different type of person in order to do business the way that it catapults you to success, um, we need to go back and reevaluate some things just to be sure, just to be sure that we're in alignment with our values and our morals I'm not saying you're not. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying we need to reevaluate and make sure we are in alignment with what the Word of God says that we should be. And and one thing that I know that the Word of God says about us is to find a place of consistency. He says, "'Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.'" This right here was Jesus's last commandment before he ascended into heaven. So here's the thing. I think that he would make a very big announcement right before leaving earth to go back to a, go back to heaven. So this idea of go therefore and make disciples, whatever lane you are in, our focus should always be are we leading people closer to God? Are we leading people closer to their purpose? Are we leading people closer to who they were created to be? If we can say emphatically without a shadow of a doubt, yes, that we are leading people closer to Jesus and we're not losing ourselves and our families in the process, then I want to say kudos to you. And from there... I believe through the Holy Spirit, we find our ourselves in a place of settling. Remember, I said, we don't settle in life. We are settled. Now, we always, I mean, think about kids, man. Kids love challenges. Behind every happy person is a project. I heard that on a podcast earlier. Think about kids. They want to know they can run, how fast they can run. They want to see how high they can jump. They always, they're we're, we're built for a, a, a challenge. We're built for an obstacle, right? And so as long as we can find ourselves chasing greatness, right? But within the banks of allowing the Holy Spirit to settle us where we're not taken over by things like anxiety, taken over by things like worry, taken over by things like fear. Does that make sense? absolutely man and you know what our you know we're hitting on worry and i think
1: a lot of the time man when folks you like you said finding your alignment finding your peace finding your place that that worry you know it dwindles down but i think I think a lot of folks worry in life and they're so flotty as they're bouncing, bouncing around because they're not settled. They're not in alignment with who they are. They're not in alignment with, you know, who they're supposed to be. And that creates that anxiety, that deeper uh, worry, you know, that constant day to day who am I? Where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? And I understand that's a daily worry for a lot of people. But I and even I know people, man, you know myself and and like you, man, we're deep we're deep in the spirit, deep in our spirit. And you know, it still hits us. But there is that common barrier, man, that that, that uh, or beacon, not barrier, beacon that if you just slow down and stop worrying, and understand how good you have it, these ideas, these thoughts, life, you're in alignment, God's going to look out for you, he wants to look out for all of us, Um, but if you're not willing to slow it down, and really talk to him, and hit your knees, and pray, and say, hey God, I'm worried, and I know I shouldn't be, but this is what I'm worried about, man, it always works itself out, it may not be in Dustin's time, or AJ's time. But over time, you'll look back, man. It's like I get I got to talking to somebody who was in a nurse practitioner school. And uh, he was like, man, you know, he he wasn't a great student, but he wanted to. This is what he wanted to do financially for his family. And he was like, man, I just I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I said, brother, where you at now? Six months from now, you'll look back at this and say, why was I worried? It is done. Mm Because it is done. You put the work in, the success, that feeling, the goal you're going to obtain, it's done. And man, he, he he's a nurse practitioner now. And he's like, I remember them conversations, bro. All that worry. I hit my knees. I started praying. It locked me in. It dialed me in because I told God this is what I wanted to do. This is who I wanted to be. And he reminded me, I created you and designed you to get this done. Stop doubting me and go. And that is a hundred percent, bro. Why? At the end of the day, worry's going to hit us all.
0: You know, and AJ. That, it's
1: done. Don't worry.
0: That doubt, that doubt. I think is so. So a lot of our actions are caught up in worry and centered around worry. But I also think that that worry, the root of that, is doubt. And so you, you know, we. We love to stand on the word of God. But at the end of the day, if we're all being honest, um, there will be some level of doubt. I heard um, a guy put it like this one time. He said, I absolutely believe God can do it. He said, I'm just not so sure he will. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so he said, I I know without a shadow of a doubt, God could heal me. God could heal my wife in a minute, right? Right. I'm just not so sure that he'll do it for me. And so with that, I think that that from there puts this self-implied pressure on us to do things on our own accord. And I just want to encourage somebody that's feeling frustrated with doubt, that's feeling frustrated with worry, anxiety. I want you to know it happens to me too. Okay. I want you to know that there's a bit of all of us that feels like we should be doing more. There's a bit of all of us that looks to those people that are knocking it out of the park, man. That we do wish that, you know, every now and then we could get an attaboy on our back, man. It always feels like I got weights on my back. You know what I mean? I would like to put those weights down every once in a while and somebody exalt me one time. But I'm here to tell you, you know what, guys? Through hard work, dedication, being consistent, being settled. Guys, in due time, in due time, I'm telling you, um, you're going to find yourself in a whole new, refreshing, revitalizing and rejuvenated season.
1: That, uh, you know, that spirit and that grace, man, when you do get settled and in alignment, man, it, it's, uh, it's all overcoming. And there's a lot of folks, man. You 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 doubting you doubt new man is is just taken away from you really seeing how great God made you. And I really hope somebody out there listening tonight that really hits deep and understands whatever's holding you back, let go and let God and go get it, baby.
0: Remember, have that let's go
1: attitude. And keep that moto go energy turned all the way up. Let's go.